Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Good start to uh, Monday, and uh, we got some base <clears throat> baseball, basketball talk for you. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. But, yes, let's get down to it. We got to catch up, everybody, on that playoff bracket in the yes, major leagues. Yes, sir. So, as we discussed, the uh, Red Sox took on the Tampa Bay Rays in the, in, uh, in the ALDS, and the Red Sox ended up destroying the Rays, basically, to the tune of a 3-1 to one in the series, and their bats were smoking hot in that hmm. series. Oh, yeah. As they upended the Rays. In the other um, ALDS, you had the Chicago White Sox, who managed to win just one game, as Houston looked like they were playing home run derby, <laughs> for the most part, against the White Sox pitching staff. Roids. <laughs> okay. Or... Uh, Signals stealing again. That too. One of the two. All right. And the series for the ALCS is tied at 1-1. They're both playing home run derby right now, but uh, Boston got the better of it in game two when they hit two grand slams, which we'll talk about more in depth. And that series uh, continues tonight as it, it is currently going on for game three in Boston. As you all know, the Dodgers survived the Cardinals to move on to face the Giants in the NLDS. The Dodgers would take the series 3-2 to two in a very hard-fought tight series. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll talk about the gift that the Dodgers were given as well in Game 5. Atlanta made quick work of Milwaukee. Milwaukee only managed to win one game. Made it a close game in Game 4, but just didn't have enough um, firepower on their offense to handle the pitching staff of the Braves. 
And the Braves will t- go on to take the, ser- uh, take the series to meet the Dodgers in the NLCS. And, of course, right now, as it stands, the Braves are up 2-0 on L.A. in the NLCS. And looking mighty hard to beat right now. So, Boy. Not looking good for us right now. Yeah, not good at all, bro. All right, so let's start with some MLB notes. In a bit of a stunner, and despite being one of the hottest teams in the league in September, the St. Louis Cardinals have let go of their manager, uh, Mike Schilt. The explanation was philosophical differences between the ball club and their manager, who led the team to a 17-game win streak in September into the second wildcard spot. Also leading the team against the potent Dodgers team that uh, had to rely on two uh, had to rely on a pinch hit two-run home run to beat the Cardinals to be able to advance to the NLDS. Something just seems off about this firing. Yeah, I don't get it. To me, I don't see why you would fire him plus you're putting him out there to a whole group of you know of baseball organizations that, that could uh, possibly pick him up later on and uh, you're missing out on a coach yeah you're missing out on your on a manager and possibly yeah you're right yeah. even in his own division yeah looking yeah the pirates could possibly be looking to grab him I mean, uh, the Cubs may be looking at a new manager. You never know with the Cubs because things just haven't been going very well for Chicago of late. Um, you know, I don't know. The Reds made it close, so I'm not sure if they're willing to abandon ship on their manager right now. But, I mean, you never know. Plus, then, of course, you could always move over to the NL East. They got probably some possible openings coming up over there, which is still – be uh, <coughs> be able to be in your way to making it either way series. i don't know what the heck you know st louis is doing but this is not good yeah especially for a team that's usually more tight-knit bundled um you know close to the vest and doesn't really seem to make these kind of questionable decisions uh you know it's not like he i mean he literally took the dodgers to the ninth inning helped lead the team to the dodgers into the ninth inning yeah. We had to rely on a pinch hit two-run home run to eliminate them. They were playing great that whole game. It's just unfortunate that, it, you know, oh, that yeah. they had to lose that way. But still, after going from maybe not making the playoffs to making that strong push getting in, I don't know. It just it was weird and surprising. It doesn't seem right. Yeah. All right, and what was not so surprising, though, the Houston Astros dominated the Chicago White Sox and easily advanced to the ALCS. However, on the other side of that bracket, a surprise indeed, though, was the Red Sox dominating the Tampa Bay Rays, which was a surprise to very uh, for very many. The Red Sox would win that Series 3-1 to meet the Astros in the ALCS. The Astros won Game 1 after trailing early and would rally to win 5-4. In Game 2, the Red Sox, powered by two grand slams and a, shul- and a solo shot by Kike Hernandez, would tie the series up at 1-1 with a 9-5 victory as the series shifts to Boston, which is going on tonight. So, Cooper, the home run derby has begun in the ALCS. It definitely has, and I think the Red Sox are on point to uh, win this series as long as there's nothing shady pulled. Right, because <laughs> we never know with uh, how that ends up going out there with the uh, Astros. I could say the same for both teams, but, you know. Yeah. But at least, you know, you got, if you're Boston, you have the manager that knows how they cheat. So, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's what he got in trouble for. So, he knows how they cheat. So, he can be paying attention and watch a lot. 
it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens in the series because already you've had, uh, you know, all this, all these runs combined already. It's just astonishing. It's like, where's the pitching in this freaking uh, matchup? It's crazy. It's definitely going to be interesting, man. Yep. Especially them going to Boston. Oof. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a lot of booze in Fenway. Yes. <laughs> a lot. All right, the Atlanta Braves outlasted the Milwaukee Brewers three to one in their division series. I only say uh, out say outlast them as the game four was a tighter game than the Braves would have wanted it to be, but as they won five to four when F- Freddie Freeman hit the go ahead game winning home run in the bottom of the eighth inning. In the series that was mostly defined by pitching, it was the bats coming to life for both teams as the Brewers were trying to stave off elimination and get the series back to Milwaukee. However, it was not enough firepower for the Brew Crew. To push the series to a fifth game, and the Braves moved on to the NLCS. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Braves? I know you're not happy, and right now neither am I, especially with the way the series is going between them and uh, the Dodgers right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a f- well-fought series, but uh, I think you and I both know we want to see our Dodgers win. Yeah. I mean, I was a little surprised that – the Brewers, because a lot of people said that the team that might usurp the Dodgers was actually going to be the Brewers this year because they said they had really good pitching, they had a, a good enough lineup, and then to go down 3-1 in a series against the Braves like that, that was a bit of a shocker, really. Um, Definitely, man. But, man, I mean, the Braves are strong, and you know that's why they're up 2-0 on the Dodgers, which we'll talk about here more in a little bit. As we discussed last week, the Dodgers were rewarded for winning 106 games and beating the Cardinals in a play on, in a playing game to get to face division and arch rival the Giants. Giants won game uh, game one for nothing as their young ace Logan Webb dominated the talented Dodgers lineup. Walker Buehler got the call for the Dodgers and was rocked by the Giants. The Dodgers bats would not be denied in game two, as they put up a nine spot in a nine two win to even the series. A mistake pitch in Game 3, along with bad weather in L.A., would be the demise of the Dodgers and Max Scherzer as the Giants won 1-0. Again, the Dodgers would bounce back, to, bounce back, this time with seven runs to tie the series at 2-2 with a 7-2 victory. And then in the decisive Game 5 in San Francisco, the Dodgers would be gifted a cold check swing for the final out and move on to face the Braves. It's just like you and I were saying, dude. The Dodgers are better than the Giants. They have been all year. It's just... They they squeaked by with a couple more wins than them, and that, that got them the uh, you know the top seed. So yeah, it was uh, interesting because it was funny because a lot of people said that the one of the games that the Giants beat the Dodgers in was a bad uh, check swing no call that went against us, and which ended up helping the Giants win a game that ended up being a game difference between us and. Uh, and them, and then that between just the head-to-head series, and then the fact that they won't beat us by a game in the regular season. But oh uh, yeah, I was just surprised though. It was weird because the only way they beat us is when they shut us out. That was really strange. Every yeah. time we scored, we won the game. So it was a little weird, <laughs> kind of how that went. He basically had to shut us out to beat us. That was definitely quite weird. interesting and weird. But hey. It is what it is. All right. So the Dodgers had originally announced that they would have a five game, they would have game five closer from the NLDS. Max Scherzer start game one of, against the Braves in Atlanta. 
However, they would make a change and decide to go with a bullpen game. This and a base running error resulted in the Braves winning with a walk-off RBI in the bottom of the ninth to take the game one of the series. The Braves would then walk off again on the Dodgers, who blew a two-run lead to take game two and lead the series 2-0 as it shifts back to L.A. The Dodgers were down 3-1 last year to the Braves in the NLCS and managed to win, so it's still early in the series for the Dodgers to panic, plus the Giants won game one, the Dodgers won that series. So, Yeah, we'll see what happens with this, dude. They're going back home, so it, it should make for a good series. I think that uh, it's not over yet. Yeah, I don't think it's over yet either. It's just not good, though, to sit there and watch your team blow leads constantly when you could have easily be up oh, 2-0 definitely. instead of being down 2-0. You know, it should at least be 1-1 right now. Yeah. But you gotta I see that's what's been bothering me all years. Our bullpen at times has been what killed us a lot in games, and now it's starting to rear its ugly head here in the in the postseason, which has me worried a little bit. But still, if we can get get this uh, series tied back at two in L.A., and then have one more in L.A. before shifting back to Boston, I'd be a lot happier. All right, we're gonna switch from the diamond to the hardwood. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it, brother. So the Phoenix Suns have rewarded one of their core young guys, Michael Bridges, with a new contract extension. The new deal is for four years and $90 million. And for a very talented two-way player for the Suns, the, uh, Bridges has proven himself as a talented 3 and D player on the wing for the Suns. And the Suns model has been great for them as they built through the draft and then found themselves a good leader in Chris Paul. Something that I've been advocating for the Pelicans to do as they've built a good young team via trade with the Lakers and the draft as well. They need to find that veteran leader that can help them excel. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Phoenix Suns getting Michael Bridges signed to an extension? This is a good a good signing, bro. I mean, this uh, this kid can win games, so and that's what they need. Mm-hmm. And he's he's really good because he can guard he can guard one through four. He can't really guard a center yeah. unless it's a small center that's playing. You know, like if LeBron had to be playing the five, or if he had like. If you're playing the Warriors and Draymond's playing the five, and he can guard that, but he's basically a one through four type defender. Basically, anybody who can run out on the wing, he does a pretty good job. Um, though he does struggle a little bit with more speedy um, uh, ones, kind of like uh, Lillard, De'Aaron Fox, um, Curry. When he's feeling it, when his legs are pretty fresh and running good, it's hard to. It's a little hard for him to control those type of ones, but usually he can get you a good good few stops um, at any of those positions. And plus, like I said, he's a good shooter at the three. Um, he's got a good outside game. Inside game's pretty decent. He's got um, a bright future for the Suns. Though I was a little shocked we learned today that they did not sign DeAndre Ayton to an extension. Oof. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm going to see how that ends up working out for the Suns. All right, another signing to talk about. The Orlando Magic have also signed a young core member to an extension as well. This one being uh, center Wendell Carter Jr., who they got from a trade with the Chicago Bulls at the trade deadline this past season. Despite playing only in 22 games for the Magic, he showed them enough to receive a four-year, $50 million extension. The Magic sent out Alfa Rukamino and Nikola Vujicic as uh, the Magic received Carter and Otto Porter Jr., plus two future first-round draft picks. Cooper, your thoughts on the Magic extending Carter? It's a good good extension there um i think the magic we want to see them do good man it'd be nice to have a uh, a basketball team close to home doing well 
mm-hmm. and uh, be able to go see some games, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah, they're basically the closest team to us in, in uh, proximity based off the fact that Orlando is, what, about two, two and a half hours? Yeah. Where Atlanta is four and then Miami is six. So it's actually, it'd be better to have to be able to just go to Orlando for a game because it's only about two, two and a half hour drive. You get to the game. You can even possibly, depending on the time of the game, even make a backup here to where we live and make it a day trip. I mean, of course, also if you're in Orlando, you kind of might want to just check out Orlando the next day, but still. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, if you don't have the money, you just have the money for the game, we can just go to the game and still possibly just make it back the same day, depending on game time, tip off. But, yeah, I, I like this move. Um, Carter showed them enough in that 22 games to earn that extension. And uh, I think the Magic have been another team that's starting to build a good young core. Don't think it's quite there yet, but, man, it's looking good. It's moving in the right direction. I still kind of think that they need a new ownership group myself, but that's just me. Yeah. All right, Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers have reached an impasse, and he has returned to Philadelphia. It'll be interesting to see what the organization will now do with their disgruntled young player, who was adamant that he would never play again for the Sixers. Uh, The team could just sit him while fielding calls on a possible trade. However, teams may want to see him actually play to determine how in shape he is coming into the season. The Brooklyn Nets still took a risk last year on James Harden, who came into the season a little bit out of shape and needing to play himself into shape, but we're talking about a very talented player that could drive to the basket as often as he wants and as well as knock down threes without much problem in Harden rather than Simmons, who can basically only drive to the hoop. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's not going to be good for him in Philly, dude. In fact, you know you know how Philly fans are. They're oh, not yes. They're not going to be happy with him at all. So the quicker they get this kid out of there, the better. Yeah, I haven't even. I should have looked at their schedule so we could talk about that. Because maybe if they start out on a little bit of a road trip, kind of be away from Philly, you could probably get away with playing him and not having to worry about your fans going too crazy about it. And maybe if he played well enough, by the time he got back home, maybe they would be able to do a forgive and let let go kind of thing. But if you're playing in Philly, yeah, even within the a, a couple of games in the first week. It's going to be ugly. It ain't going to be good, dude. No, it's going to be nasty. You'd be better off, like I said, probably starting on the road for about a week. <laughs> Completely on the road for a week and playing good. All right, so finally we have the Brooklyn Nets and a Kyrie Irving update. The Nets have told Kyrie Irving just just stay away from the team until he either complies with the New York City vaccine mandate or the city makes changes to the mandate that will allow Irving to play in-home games without being vaccinated. Irving took to Instagram Live to let his fans, followers, and doubters know that he is, or to know his thought process for a bit. Uh, his fight to uh, took a recent hit, uh, took a hit recently when Andrew Wiggins, who we talked about recently, was trying to get a religious exemption due to the San Francisco mandate, eventually folded and got the vaccine to play in the home games for the Golden State Warriors. Irving has stated that he doesn't plan to retire, which could give the Nets an out with their star point guard. Just dumb, man. It's just stupid publicity bullshit. This guy wants attention, and he's getting it. Yeah. It was like the same. It was like the same last year with his whatever he's doing off the court. 
Yeah, his mentally not being totally there. Yeah, he's just... This guy doesn't even need to be playing basketball anymore for any organization because obviously you can tell his uh, mental health is not there, dude. Yeah. His, his heart's not in it anymore. Yeah. It's not in the game of basketball. He's got things that he'd rather be doing. Go do them. Quit leading on the organization. Quit, quit giving out. Yeah. Quit leading on the fans. Quit giving us hope that, you know, Brooklyn's going to do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could do it. We could do it without you. Yeah. I, I'm not much of a Brooklyn fan, but I know that there's a lot of New York people out there that love Brooklyn, and they'd love to see them be a playoff, even finals contender. And yep. in order to do that, you're gonna have to get him out of there and get someone in there that's uh, that's committed to the team. I mean, their best bet would honestly, if he would be willing to commit to actually basketball. Would actually really, even if he did give you that kind of commitment, would still have to be trade him. Yeah. Because he's too much of a distraction. He's too much of a problem in the locker room. I don't care what anybody says What between what Hard, uh, Harden and uh, Kevin Durant have said. He's a problem now. Because just because the superstars are okay with him, the rest of the team is probably not okay with him. Because they know he's yeah. not in it. Yeah, and he's not a team. He's not a team member. He's not a team player, dude. Yeah. And that ain't right. No, man. so and they're holding, and he's holding them hostage. So he's kind of just screwed. His the best bet would be to trade him, and hope to God that the team took him, that could take him. He'll play for them, so that way they'd be willing to give up a decent asset for him. Because right now, honestly, if a te- if the Brooklyn call came up calling me, I'm not giving him much for yeah. Kyrie. I don't know if he's going to play. You don't know if he's going to play. And I don't know if his, what his mindset is. Mm-hmm. I, I can't take that risk. It's just not there. You know, this is the same reason why Houston hasn't been able to trade Watson. Is he worth five high draft picks? Yeah, I would probably say so if you're a team that thinks he's the missing piece to become a Super Bowl contender. But you don't know if he's going to be able to play because of what's going on off the fo- off the field. Exactly. So, no, he's not worth exactly it. Exactly why we're seeing Denver without, you know, they have Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, but we're seeing him without a star quarterback because mm-hmm. of this fact. So, yep. if Watson didn't have everything going on that he does, he'd probably be there. Yeah, he'd probably already be in Denver. Or he'd be in Miami. Yeah. It'd dump to it because Watson's a proven commodity and, yeah, if we're talking about him being able to play and not have to worry about what may happen in the future with what's going on off the field there, we're talking about him being playing in the NFL right now and leading a team. Mm-hmm. But we're not because of the off-field issues. We're now dealing with a, a guy who doesn't seem to have his heart in it on the basketball court and or even the mental capacity to realize that he's not got the heart his heart in it. And a team is not going to be willing to give up a first-round pick or – a player with a money. And, I, and I'm sorry, but I have to just say it. Kyrie's overrated, dude. He's yeah. very overrated. He's a talented, talented guard. But at the same time, he's not living up to his potential because he's too worried about what's going on elsewhere. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, it's it's time to let him go, man. Yeah. I mean, you're, they just might have to eat the contract. Is <laughs> it? It's like the uh, toxic relationship with him and LeBron. LeBron probably saw 
past his bullshit. And, yeah, and then he's like, well, and Kyrie on. wanted to be the the centerpiece of the team, and right. he wanted to be the man. And you can't be the man. Obviously, you can't even be the man on your own team. Yeah, you were not the man in Boston, even though you were supposed to be the man in Boston. Yeah, you haven't been the man in Brooklyn, and you were supposed to be the man because KD can let you be the man. He doesn't have to be the man. Yeah. He's proven that. He proved that in OKC. He proved that in Golden State. He doesn't have to be the man. Does he like being the man? Sure, everybody likes being the man. Yeah. But there are guys who are comfortable enough in their own situation to realize I don't always have to be the man. Yeah. Where you might have to stroke somebody's ego, Kyrie. And yeah. unfortunately, he's just not the man. As uh, Becky would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. The saga between the Nets and Kyrie is going to I'm get interesting. I'm just tired of listening to it and hearing about it. It's just like we're still hearing about Colin Kaepernick and all that crap. I'm just like, can we just get over this already? Can we just, you know, yeah. face facts? It is what it is and move on. Right, absolutely. Uh, NBA season does tip off tomorrow night on TNT. I'm looking forward to it. Got Lakers on tomorrow night. I'm gonna be like trying oh, to stay away. Yes. Trying not to pass out. See how all the old guys <laughs> with their canes and walkers and, and oh wait and knee replacements. Oh yeah, freaking it's gonna be interesting. Uh, a lot of people are like, should the Lakers be worried they went zero and six? I'm like, no, because the the starting five really didn't even play. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. We weren't trying to get hurt. We're trying to avoid injuries best we could. But I digress. So we'll be back tomorrow with more uh, NASCAR football talk because we got a lot to talk about in football. Oh yeah! Holy crap! Some craziness. Yes, and we got a little Bengals parallels to talk about. It's a little weird to say that we're going to be talking Bengals, but it's worth talking about. I'm looking forward to it. Aren't you? No. I know, because those are your technically nah. one of your rivals. Don't care. You you care a little bit. Because we're talking about the quarterback. You kinda like him. I know you like him better than the other rival of yours. Yeah. Anyway, so we got that and of course we got another great race out in Texas. Uh boy howdy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not saying Larson's going to win, but right now, I wouldn't bet against it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is definitely going to be interesting. It is. Uh, So we got that, and of course, um, we will be giving you probably, we'll have to combine AEW and WWE talk, like we mentioned yesterday, into another uh, wrestling talk episode as the pay-per-view the Crown Jewel is commencing this Thursday, and of course, we're not totally sure yet on whether Dynamite will be commencing on Wednesday night. Yeah, so. see how they see how they throw us a curveball. Now it's going to screw us all up. Yeah, it was like, yeah, AEW gets so night. Now we're like, crap. Right, and then they're like, and they're like um, you guys might have wanted to move before January to TBS. Yeah. Since uh, NHL's taking over Wednesday on TNT. TNT's going to be pretty balling, though. They got they go from basketball tapes off Tuesday, then they're going to have hockey, slash maybe Dynamite. Yeah. 
and then basketball again on Thursday. Yeah. That's, that's a great middle of the week for you. Even when you lose dynamite, you'll still have basketball, hockey, basketball. Yeah. It's a pretty good week, middle of the week group for you. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting sports uh, year as we get ready to flip the calendar over to 2022. Definitely interesting. Can't wait to see it. Yes, sir. All right, so that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keep on talking sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalkwit. Cooper in Big Man, that's Sports Talk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 